Hey y'all, Cable here. This week's podcast brought to you by Release Your Wild Archery Apparel. They've got some pretty sweet hoodies plus uh, long sleeve and short sleeve t-shirts for those of us who are, uh, well, frankly like to live the bow life and are uh, really into archery and bow hunting. So check it out. You can find Release Your Wild's entire lineup of outdoor archery apparel at releaseyourwild.com. Colonel Travis, Davy Crockett, and 180 more. Captain Dickinson, Jim Bowie, present and accounted for. Back in 1836, Houston said to Travis, Get some volunteers and go fortify the Alamo. Well, the men came from Texas and from old Tennessee, and they joined up with Travis just to fight for the right to be free. Indian scouts with squirrel guns, men with muzzle loaders. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, sweet, beautiful Texas and beyond. Marty Robbins, a ballad of the Alamo, kicking things off for us on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show, brought to you by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. I'm Cable Smith. Happy birthday to you, Texas. By the way, uh, we celebrated 180 years of independence this Wednesday, uh, so... Happy birthday to our beautiful Lone Star State. And if you're tuning in from somewhere else, hey, no offense. Be proud of wherever you're from. But y'all know Texas pride really is a thing. Uh, We just kind (laughs) of take it to the next level. And we make no apologies for doing that. Uh, But hey, God bless Texas. God bless the USA. God bless you for tuning in. I hope y'all are having a wonderful weekend. We've got a lot to get into. So you know what to do by now. Grab that stool. Pull it a little closer to the campfire here pour yourself another cup of coffee out of that beat up old thermos and we're gonna rock and roll because off the top uh, temperatures are on the rise but hey the big blue cats are still in the shallows and they'll be there for a a while longer yet Uh, but our good friend and longtime cat fishing guide greg pavor of pavor outdoors will join us here momentarily Uh, late february and early march traditionally is one of the best times to catch trophy blue catfish uh, Greg will tell us where he's finding them and what he's catching them on here in just a minute. Uh, after that, we'll hear a true tale of compassion and humanity, uh, how one hunter's love for chasing spring gobblers ended up with him donating a kidney to a landowner that he barely knew. And subsequently, that led to the creation of Forever Outdoors, and Rob Robinson will be here to talk about Uh, his organization dedicated to raising awareness on organ donation. Uh, So cool stuff coming up there. By the way, Rob also holds the number one all-time record for largest gobbler killed in Kansas, so I'm sure we'll talk about that too. Then we'll jump back on the water with longtime bass fishing guide Charles Whited. Uh, What does this extremely warm winter mean for the spring spawn? Is it going to be an early one? Uh, What about the high lake levels that we see all across Texas right now. How will that affect the spring spawn? Uh, Charles breaks it down for us here in just a little bit. Looking forward to uh, talking some bucket mouths with him. Uh, Then we'll wrap things up. And this is great news, by the way. If you haven't heard, uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife has received $90 million in funding that is dedicated for state and local parks here over the next two years. This was passed by the uh, the Texas House just this past week. They approved this measure. Uh, and all those funds, by the way, come from you and me. 
So pat yourself on the back because it's through our purchasing of sporting goods, uh, fishing tackle, boats, um, you know, camo, all of our hunting and fishing goods, I think, except for uh, guns and ammo. Uh, but anyway, that $90 million comes directly from us and is going back into our Texas uh, state park system. And Tom Harvey, the deputy director of communications for Texas Parks and Wildlife, will be here at the bottom of the hour to uh, give us a much more detailed uh, look into where those funds will be appropriated and uh, what kind of improvements we can expect to see and, and how they're going to benefit hunters and anglers across the state. Uh, so that's coming up here in just a little bit as well. Uh, it's going to be a great show. I'm certainly looking forward to it. Hope y'all are as well. A couple other things to knock out real quick. Don't forget that our March Photo of the Month contest is underway. We're going to give away a Garmin Verb HD Action Cam this is the uh, the camera that I wear. If you've ever checked out my YouTube channel, it's the one that I've got mounted on my head or my bow or my rifle or fishing pole or wherever on uh, all of my outdoor adventures. Um, incredible camera, great picture. I think they retail for like 400 bucks, something like that. And we're going to give one away as this month's grand prize. So you know what to do. Email me your best hunting or fishing photo to Lone Star Outdoors Show at gmail.com or better yet, post it right there to our Facebook page wall or DM it. That's direct message me on Instagram. Any of those options are fine. And then our 12 monthly winners, don't forget, will square off at the end of the year for a chance to hunt trophy, axis deer, or black buck with me down at the beautiful Coons Canyon Ranch in Rock Springs, Texas. So another great grand prize hunt package is up for grabs here in 2016. Uh, let's take a break. Actually, before we take a break, let's do a quick giveaway. What do y'all want to do? Uh, how about a Costa sunglasses giveaway? I've got a camo Costa Del Mar sunglasses cap, and we'll even throw in a Costa t-shirt and sticker to today's winner. Text in the word, let's just say catfish, because that's what we're going to talk about next. Text in the word catfish to 214-289-7807. That's 214-289-7807. And you could win this Costa cap and sunglasses giveaway. Uh, let's knock out a quick break. Up next, it's the Wintertime Blues. We're talking big blue catfish with Greg Pavor only on DSC's Lone Star Outdoor Show. Now there's two more tears in Texas tonight. One more lonely man with no arms to hold me tight. If you're looking for a thermal hog hunt near DFW, then Three Curl Outfitters has you covered. Offering fully guided thermal hunts just minutes south of Dallas, Guide Scout daily to put you on the bacon. Using thermal imaging technology to hunt feeders, crop fields, and river bottoms, you get unlimited hogs and no kill fees. Visit www.3curl.com. Also offering corporate hunts and food and lodging available by request. Book at 3curl.com or call 214-455-0940. I'm Craig Boddington. I'd like to invite you to become a member of Dallas Safari Club, one of the world's leading hunting and conservation organizations. As a member, you'll receive Game Trails magazine, a monthly newsletter, and invitations to our monthly meetings and special activities. Join Dallas Safari Club, an international organization based in Dallas, supporting hunting and conservation worldwide. For more information, call 800-9-GO-HUNT or visit our website at www.biggame.org. 
Howdy, folks. I'm Lee Hoffbear for Hoffbear's Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas. I hope you're enjoying the Lone Star Outdoor Show. We've been a title sponsor for a number of years now, and we're proud to be a part of it. I'd also like to thank you for making Hoffbear's once again the number one Polaris dealer in Texas. Please keep buying your Polaris products from us. Send us your friends, your neighbors, all your hunting buddies, and I promise we'll keep giving the best deals on a brand new Polaris in all of Texas. Whether you're looking for a Polaris for work or play, whether you need a regular Ranger or maybe a Ranger Crew, an RZR, they've got an all-new Ace that you need to come test drive. We've also got four-wheelers from a youth model all the way up to the all-new Sportsman 1000. For your Polaris headquarters, Hoff Powers Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas is who you need to see all or get on the web and contact today. You can check us out at hpolaris.com. That's H's in Hoff Power, polaris.com. Or you can come see us at Highway 84 West in Gulfway, Texas. And folks, Hoff Powers has been in Central Texas for over 50 years now, and we couldn't have stuck around this long if we were steering you wrong. At Frost, we could talk to you about our 24-7 online banking. Or we could talk to you about our more than 1,100 ATMs across Texas. We can even talk to you about our mobile banking app that lets you pay bills, transfer funds, and deposit checks from anywhere. But at the end of the day, there's nothing we enjoy more than to just talk to you. Thank you for calling Frost. How may I help you? We're here with the technology and convenience you want and the service you deserve. Frost. Banking. Investments. Insurance. Hey, this is Mitch Moreland with the Texas Rangers. Thanks for listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show with my buddy Cable Smith. Mud between my toes. The first day of sun. I cut me a cane pole. That's our very own Guthrie Tanar Catfish Fishing bringing us back on PSC's Lone Star Outdoor Show brought to you by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. I'm Cable Smith. We're actually about to get into a little catfish fishing. Uh, but before we do that, this segment of the show is brought to you by my friends Josh and Becky Gunther over at Rustic Reminders Taxidermy. They handle all of my trophy mounts from whitetails to exotics to black bear to trout, bass, you name it. If it's going on the wall, they're taking care of it. They answer the phone every time I call, and you can't put a price tag on peace of mind when it comes to those memories that you want to display proudly for the rest of your life. So do yourself a favor and visit GR the number eight mounts. That's GR the number eight mounts, like greatmounts.com, and they are conveniently located right outside of New Braunfels in Marion, Texas. Uh, well, let's go ahead now and bring on our good friend Greg Pavor of Pavor Outdoors. If we're talking catfishing, there's a good chance this longtime guide and catfish tournament angler is on the other end of the line. So, Greg, welcome back to the show, brother. Good morning, Cable. It's good to hear from you again. You bet, man. Always great to talk fishing or, or hunting with you. Um, and it looks like you've been putting your anglers on some big blue cats here recently. Yeah, yeah. It's been pretty good winter so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know you like chasing them in the dead in the dead of winter, throughout February on into March when most folks have no desire to be out on the water. Um, but you know you're a little more dedicated than that. <laughs> it's crazy. It's been a warm winter, so yeah. it really hasn't been that cold, and everyone wants to go fishing right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, winter winter was MIA this year. So, um, yep. How did that affect that that winter bite? Uh, were things earlier than they usually are? I mean, obviously. You like to, to target the big blues when they're up in the shallows, even in as less than two feet of water sometimes. So um, how did that warm winter affect what's happened up to this point and, and what's going to happen here in, in March? 
Well, this warm winter, it, it's made the fishing a lot a lot tougher. Um, in years past, you really want those really cold, uh, steady winters. Um, it will put the fish into a winter time pattern. And once those big blues go in that winter time pattern, they'll stay in it for, for you know, a couple months. Um, and it's easier to target them. Um, this year... The blues, they really didn't go in a wintertime pattern. They've been all spread out. The water temperatures never really consistently got down in the in the upper 30s or even low 40s for a while. Um, right now, the water temperature has been in the 50s. And, um, you know, this, this, this winter, the water temperature has been, you know, going in and out of the 50s and fluctuating a lot. And it's been throwing the blues off. Um, it's causing the blues to be scattered. They're in deep water, they're in shallow water, and all in between. Hmm. So it has made the fishing a lot tougher. And, and I've been hearing up from other anglers, um, the fishing has been has been tough this winter just because the fish are so scattered. Mm-hmm. And the lakes are up too. So the lakes are up, uh, lots of vegetation, lots of food. Um, all the blues have been catching just plumb full. I mean, they just look like footballs. They're gorging themselves. And a lot of the, a lot of the stuff inside their bellies, instead of a lot of shad, um, it's a lot of shad, but then also a lot of vegetation in their bellies that they're eating. So yeah. they're really working these flooded areas, and the lakes came up so much that you know you could still be in 15 foot of water and be vegetation down there that they're eating. Um, so it's it's been a little difficult winter. It's taken a lot more work, <laughs> but it, I'm, uh, it's been paying off. I've been catching lots of fish, lots of uh, big fish, and um, it's just taken a little bit more work, a little more patience. And um, but these years we need uh, for our fisheries. Um, we need these years that uh, the lakes come up and there's a lot of flooded vegetation coming into the springtime for the fish fry to survive in. Um, it's, it's just, it'll be awesome for the next few years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you said something interesting there. I thought big blue cats were just, you know, um, I think of them as like voracious, just predators. I didn't realize they ate a lot of vegetation. Yes. Blues will eat vegetation too. Mm -hmm. Interesting there. Um, so obviously you said it's been tougher. Where has, where's the sweet spot been for you? And, And you fish lakes all over North Texas and farther West from, you know, Ray Roberts, um, Louisville, Arrowhead, uh, PK, I mean, you name it. Um, I mean, you know, back in the day, you fished the, uh, the Texas, uh, catfish tournament trail. And, uh, I don't, I think you're probably too busy to do that these days though. Oh, I've been fishing a few tournaments a year now. Yeah. Uh, not as many as I used to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so like we said, you fish all over the place. Where's, where have you consistently been, you know, at what depth have you been finding, uh, the majority of your of your big blue cats well here in the past couple of weeks the water temperature has been holding or you know it's been in the mid 50s and um I, i've been catching blues in one two foot of water um earlier in the mornings earlier in the day when it's still a little chilly um i'll fish in a little bit deeper water maybe around 10 foot of water and then as the day goes on i go shallower mm-hmm. um that water temperature is heating up the shad mm-hmm. is, is in the shallows and those blues are chasing those shad um so really the shallow water bite has been pretty awesome um we had a oh last weekend we had a 48 pounder come out of two foot of water mm-hmm. and um the, the blue just came out of the water and it's flashing and everything and 
and it was the guy's um, uh, first time to go catfishing. <laughs> and uh, he said, man, I just thought bass go flying out of water. And I said, man, these shallow water blues, they can put on a show too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so wh- how how much longer do you think they'll stay up in the shallows before, you know, that, that bite's over and they're they're moving back out? Well, for the big blues, you know, they'll be in the shallows probably another month. Mm-hmm. Um you know, this this forecast, I was just looking again, it's supposed to be, you know, more days in the mid-80s and low 80s. So if we keep getting a, a lot of warm weather coming um, here about another month, those blues will start moving out of that of those shallow waters. And, Greg, just out of curiosity, for anyone who's not uh, aware, when do catfish spawn? Well, the blues, they might spawn a little bit earlier this year, but um, anywhere from, from April through through June. Mm-hmm. Um, the blues will spawn earlier than the channels. Um, the blues will spawn first, and the channels will start spawning. You know, in June, July, and mm-hmm. in the summertime. But so catfish traditionally are, they spawn later than you know the other uh, game fish that we like to target. Yeah, they'll follow behind the sand bass and crappie. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, what bait are you using right now? And and when the shallow water bites on. Are you um, having more success on on cut bait or stink bait? Well, right now um, uh, it's a pretty good time of year. Almost any bait will work. Punch baits will work. Um, I've been recently using cut bait. Um, anything a person can catch in the cast net legally, you know, sunfish, <laughs> carp, buffalo, shad, um, any of those um, will work right now. Those fish, they're in a feeding frenzy mode. They're getting fat. Um, preparing for the spawn and stuff. So right now, um, if you can find the fish, um, they'll almost eat whatever you got. Mm-hmm. And when you are targeting these shallow areas, um, historically you've always told me the uh, the windblown points are always a great place to start looking. Yep, yep. Right now we've been getting lots of wind. Um, there's a lot more wind in the forecast. If you can find those areas that are getting hit by the wind consistently, uh, south and north, um, that pushes a lot of bait bait there um, and stirs up the water, stirs up the mud and stuff. So it's stirring up all the food and make it easier for the fish to find. And the shallow waters near deep water is good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right on, man. Well, it's obviously a good time of the year to get out and, and target those big blue cats. Um like you said, the the warm weather's made it a little tougher, but you're staying on them uh, in as little as two foot of water. So mm-hmm. exciting time to be on the water, no doubt. Hey, I was going to ask you, um, just kind of off subject here, did you see that North Carolina angler who's he's caught um, he caught a 91, 106, and then this past week caught a hundred pound blue cat? Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm, you know, that, I bet he is so excited. I'm, uh, that's an, that's a big accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. His, his name's Zach. We had him on the show about oh, a couple months ago, and he caught mm-hmm. a 91 pounder, so broke the state record. Then, when he went to release it, him and his dad dropped a couple lines in the water and hooked up with a 106 pounder, so broke his own that's state crazy. record again. And then this past week, caught a 100 pounder, and uh, <laughs> all the fish were caught and released back into uh into the water um which that's is, wonderful which is cool and i and i was getting to this because i know um once they reach a certain weight on your boat you know you you release them and everything over 10 pounds uh throw back mm-hmm. take pictures and throw back everything under 10 pounds um i, I do clean fillet 
for the customers, and they go home with enough meat uh, on the eating size fish. They don't need to keep the big ones. Right on. Yeah, we always say breeders aren't eaters. So, uh, That's right. Last question. If you were going to try to catch a 100-pound blue cat anywhere in Texas, what lake would you start at? Oh, gosh. Well, I'm uh, – you probably um, uh, have your best chance, uh, probably a uh, latex Oma. Um, there's been a few hundred pounders some uh, pulled out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one time they hold a uh, a good record in, uh, I think, a low 100s, maybe 120 pounds or 115 pounds. I'll have to double check. Yeah. But there's yeah. been some hundred pounders pulled out of that lake. That's a big, deep lake and everything, good fishery um, there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that still the state record still comes out of uh, Texoma, and it was the yep. world record for a while. It's been broken a yeah. couple times since. But uh, well, cool stuff, man. If folks want to to uh, look you up, I know you're uh, going to be switching from catfish to uh, to crappie probably here within the next month. Yep, yep, crappie, sand bass. I'm uh, still doing lots of hog hunting. Um, but if people want to follow me, you can follow me on Facebook at Pavor Outdoors. That's P-A-V-U-R Outdoors. You know, I, I put up um, postings of my fishing trips and um, there and hunting trips as well and show people how the fishing's going. Or they can look me up on my uh, website at www.poutdoors.com. Good stuff, man. Well, hey, Greg, always a treat to have you on the show and uh, look forward to hopefully wetting the line with you when you're back up in the North Texas area, I think over Easter. Yeah, you betcha, Cable. It'd be good to uh, do a little fishing with you. All mm-hmm. right, man. Well, hey, take care, Greg. All right, thanks a lot. You too. All right, there he goes. Our good friend Greg Pavor of Pavor Outdoors. And I've told you the story before, but a uh, funny tidbit, Greg and I actually met at a local sporting goods store. We were checking out duck decoys, and before I knew it, we were sharing a duck blind. And that was, gosh, probably a decade ago now. I've been hunting and fishing buds ever since then. Uh, always a treat to have him on the show. That segment, by the way, brought to you by Rudy's True Texas Style Barbecue and STI Guns. Go Texan. Go STI for your next handgun. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll change things up. What are we doing? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm excited about this. Rob Robinson, founder of Forever Outdoors, joins us. We'll hear his inspirational tale of how his love for turkey hunting led him to donate a kidney to a landowner he barely knew. So I got to warn you, you might get a tear in your beer, but uh, that feel-good, heartwarming story is coming up next, only on DSC's Lone Star Outdoor Show. I'm crazy for trying and crazy for crying. And I'm- Cable Smith here for Deerview Windows. As a whitetail hunter, nothing is more frustrating than poor visibility in a deer blind. It can flat ruin a hunt. At Deerview Window Company, they manufacture windows solely for the use in deer stand and deer blinds. All of their windows and doors can be custom made to fit your specific openings. Or you can select from standard sizes, from hinged windows to sliding windows and everything in between. Visit DeerviewWindows.com to determine which style window is best for your deer blind. Plus, you'll get a free quote. Deerview Windows, where visibility matters. Rockwall Gun Club is North Texas' premier shooting facility, offering both indoor and outdoor ranges, including a unique 500-yard rifle range. If shotgunning's your thing, then check out the 18-station clay course. Opening summer 2014, Rockwall Gun Club is offering special introductory family and corporate membership rates for founding members. Located at 15950 State Highway 205, you can also visit rockwallgunclub.com or call 972-215-6902. Rockwall Gun Club, the private shooting experience. 
Howdy friends, Cable Smith here, and many of you have seen my pictures throughout the last hunting season of my Custom 7 mag. That rifle was built by Horizon Firearms. Horizon Firearms is a custom rifle builder here in Texas, located in College Station, and they specialize in extremely accurate custom rifles designed exactly the way you want them. Give them a call at 979-229-4664 or check them out at horizonfirearms.com. LSC Trailer Sales offers a full line of utility trailers, from small single axle trailers to heavy equipment trailers, ATV trailers, car haulers, landscape trailers, cargo trailers, truck beds, and more. They can special order a custom trailer to fit your needs and have the ability to customize standard models in-house. LSC Trailer Sales is here to assist you with any questions that you have about trailers. Call 940-566-1133 or visit lsctrailersales.com. That's lsctrailersales.com. Are you looking for the perfect place to send your hunting buddy? Then check out Tioga Retrievers. With over 20 years experience, Angie and Tim Becker can provide you with a field champion or a well-rounded hunting companion. Tioga Retrievers takes pride in catering to the needs of each owner and their dog. Conveniently located 45 miles north of DFW in Aubrey, Texas, Tioga Retrievers also offers day training and boarding. Call 940-440-0018 or visit them online at www.tiogaretrievers.com. That's T-I-O-G-A retrievers.com. Uh, hey y'all, it's Charlie Robinson, and you're listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show. Well, I got ties to show, a backbone made of silver. Well, I got Willie playing on my radio. Cable Smith, welcoming everybody back to Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show, brought to you by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. It is great to be here with you today, and I know I probably beat you over the head with thank yous uh, every week, but, man, I really do appreciate you tuning in and sharing a part of your weekend with me. Uh, We've got uh, a great interview lined up here, uh, a tale of inspiration and how turkey hunting brought two guys together and actually helped save the life of one of the fellows uh, who was in dire need of a kidney transplant. But before we do that, this segment of the show is brought to you by Scent Blocker. Uh, be sure to check out their blackout lineup, especially this time of year when we're chasing feral hogs and coyotes at night. Uh, you want to stay hidden, and the blackout series is the ideal way to do that. Plus, you'll save 10% off your order if you visit scentblocker.com and use the promo code LONESTAR10. That's my discount code, LONESTAR10. Check it out at scentblocker.com. Well, Our next guest is a diehard turkey hunter. He currently holds the state record for largest tom ever killed in the state of Kansas. Um, I think it was actually number seven in the world at the time as well. Uh, He's also the founder of Forever Outdoors, which is what I really want to get into this morning. Rob Robinson, thanks for being here, man. How are you? Just fine, Cable. Pretty day here in Mississippi. Right on. Well, hey, it's great to have you. Um... First of all, tell us a little bit about your background as a turkey hunter because it's that passion which eventually would spark Forever Outdoors. Okay, uh, let me just give you a little background about myself. Uh, I'm a Mississippi boy, and uh, I'm a firefighter in Mississippi and a huge outdoorsman. And my sister lived out in Kansas. I got to going out to Kansas deer hunting and uh, got to seeing all these turkeys. And one year I decided to take up turkey hunting. 
the second year I turkey hunted in Kansas, I killed the state record turkey as number seven in the world. Wow. I was just blown away by killing such a magnificent creature. And 26 pounds, just, right? 26 and a half pounds, 17 and a quarter inch beard, and an inch and a half spurs. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's in your house somewhere. You'll have to send me a picture of it. I'd love to see that. Oh, yeah. I'll send you a picture. Yeah. And, uh, that led me to want to kill the Grand Slam of turkeys. So the following year, I went out to western Kansas and uh, knocked on a farmer's door. Talked to him for about five minutes in his doorway and got permission to hunt. And I didn't see him again for three years later. I'm knocking on his door again. This time I asked him to pitch a tent in his yard, and he actually invites me to stay in his house. <laughs> his, his name's Gil Alexander, by the way. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so, so the first time you stayed, you slept in your car. Uh, yeah. First time I went out there, I I tent camp, but and I sleep in my car. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so then and, uh, you hadn't seen him in three years, and he says, "All right, come on in. You can stay in the house." Yeah, but I still <laughs> sleep in the tent. I sleep in the tent for five days, and uh, I see him in the afternoons, and I uh, get to know him a little bit, and uh, he's doing home dialysis. And anyway, the following spring, uh, I went to Nebraska turkey hunting and uh, had a kind of spiritual awakening up there. And uh, I decided to get tested for gill a kidney, and I was a match. I donated him a kidney that following fall. Wow. And had y'all spent any more time together outside of that? Very little. Uh Uh, Very little. So you didn't know him that well? No, no, not at all. And he just told you, hey, I I need a kidney transplant? Yeah, he no. was doing on dialysis when I was there the first time. And uh, between the first time and the second time, I go back and visit with him. I, I visited with him during turkey season after I went to Nebraska for a couple of days. Other than that, it was, uh, I got tested and was a match. Hmm. So. And so was there any hesitation at that point? I mean, you're giving away a part of your a body, a, a vital, you know. Well, you have two of them, but what if your other one crapped out? Well, I'm a very spiritual guy. I believe in God, and I believe God will provide for me. I mean, I was prepared to lay down my life to do this. I mean, it was one of the easiest decisions I ever made in my life. Wow. Uh, I mean, it really was. So you... Our match, uh, you decide to donate the kidney. The surgery, the transplant goes well for both of you. Walk us through what happened next as far as how Forever Outdoors came about. Well, being out outdoors where I am and me donating a kidney, I have this new passion to promote organ donation. And so many people don't get to enjoy the outdoors because of fit physical handicaps or whatever uh, and we're taking veterans kids organ donors recipients hunting and fishing and just trying to utilize what people have trying to get folks to share what they have with each other whatever out kind of outdoor adventures they might have but mm-hmm. so many people take for granted what they have and we're just trying to open up doors for other people right Wow. Okay. Very cool. Um, 
And so where can people, you know, look you guys up, find more information on Forever Outdoors? I know you've got a Facebook page. I think it's got like 40,000 likes or so. So we're getting the word out there. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, it's like I say, it's my passion. Facebook's been a great opportunity to spread the word. I, we have 43,000 followers from all around the world. And I talk to every one of them. And it's, uh, you know, you never know whose life can be affected by organ donation. I mean, it really can touch anyone. Mm -hmm. I, I'm blown away by the stories that I share my story with, and they share their stories with me. I, a gentleman yesterday, uh, I connected with him. He just got on a lung transplant list yesterday. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's just... Mm -hmm. And so many people, I mean, there's transplants, so many people, I mean, it's came such a long way, and, you know, there's just about everybody knows somebody or needs, knows somebody needs a kidney or a transplant in general or, or has already had one, you know, it's a pretty widespread thing nowadays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of my best duck hunting buddies, he's got, he has dialysis three times a week and uh, is on the uh, the kidney list right now. I guarantee you, everyone listening knows somebody. That, uh, it is, and some of the stuff we've done, we, uh, Kansas is big on uh, deer hunting. Our first trip we did, we took four wounded warriors out to Kansas on a muzzleloader hunt. Uh, we've taken two uh, wounded uh Two two-time kidney recipients and a cancer survivor out there on a muzzleloader hunt, but you know anybody anywhere can that wants to be a part of what we're doing can be in some way or another. That's just sharing some kind of outdoor adventure with somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, it's pretty amazing. And y'all, and this spring, I think you're taking a kid on a quest to get him a grand slam in one spring. Yes, sir. We uh, had to, we're working with another organization in uh, South Georgia called CMOS Kids, and we uh, took a kid named uh, Wild Bill Jr. on a turkey hunt last year, and he didn't get a turkey. But since Forever Outdoors started with turkey hunting and started with the pursuit of the Grand Slam, one of the things I want to do is to make that dream happen for others. And we're going to take him to Florida, and he lives in Georgia. We're going to get try to get him a turkey in Georgia, and then we're going to go to Kansas and New Mexico. Wow. And, get, and we're going to do it in a single season. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we, uh, I guess we can follow along in the adventure on that Facebook page, uh, Forever Outdoors, if people want to check it out. And... Um, you know, Rob, it was great having you on today, and, and thanks for all you're doing to raise awareness on uh, becoming an organ donor. Um, obviously, you changed Gil's life, and it sounds like um, it you know it had a profound effect on you as well. Uh, yes, sir. We, there's a place you can sign up on Forever Outdoors page to be an organ donor. We've had this on our page now for about eight months. And we're signing up about 50 people a week to be living, uh, to be organ donors. And we actually had a guy this week get tested to be a living donor if he's a match for the recipient. So, mm. you know, awesome. I never thought it'd be <laughs> be this big, but it's it's pretty 
to be able to donate an organ, even when we're passing, I mean, one organ donor can affect 58 people just by donation. And just think how many loved ones and go on to have wives and kids and happy, healthy life for many years because mm-hmm. of organ donation. And all this because of uh, your love for uh, chasing those long beards. So uh, you never know what the outdoors is going to uh, provide. Yeah, don't start turkey hunting. You might have to lose a kidney to give up. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, hey, Rob, we appreciate it. Thanks for jumping on the show with us, man. All right, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> all right, there he goes. Rob Robinson of Forever Outdoors. Uh, his and Gil's story, truly one of inspiration and an unlikely friendship uh, forged through turkey hunting, um, of all things. But anyway, uh, that segment of the show brought to you by Lone Star Beer, the national beer of Texas. Grab a 12-pack on your way to the lake or to the turkey lease this spring. And remember to celebrate responsibly with an ice-cold Lone Star Beer. Lone Star Beer, the national beer of Texas. Let's knock out a quick break. Up next, we'll rip some lips with longtime Texas bass fishing guide Charles Whited of Barefoot Fishing Tours. The big girls are starting to move into that pre-spawn pattern, and we'll dive into that after the break, only on DSC's Lone Star Outdoors show. Somebody told me when I came to Nashville, son, you finally got it made, old hand. If you're in the market for a compact track loader, then check out the Bobcat Advantage, where Bobcat track loaders squared off against other brands in a variety of tests and challenges. Whether you're looking for performance advantages, uptime protection, or quality design, Bobcat compact track loaders are the best built machines in the industry. But don't take our word for it. Watch the videos at BobcatAdvantage.com or see Bobcat machines in person at Bobcat of Dallas, Louisville, Bobcat of Fort Worth, and Bobcat of Longview. Visit BobcatofDallas.com or call 469-586-0000 today. LSC Trailer Sales offers a full line of utility trailers, from small single-axle trailers to heavy equipment trailers, ATV trailers, car haulers, landscape trailers, cargo trailers, truck beds, and more. They can special order a custom trailer to fit your needs and have the ability to customize standard models in-house. LSC Trailer Sales is here to assist you with any questions that you have about trailers. Call 940-566-1133 or visit lsctrailersales.com. That's lsctrailersales.com. Hey y'all, Chris Letzinger, online sales manager at Cinnamon Creek Ranch here, reminding you we're not your typical archery club. We're a -a one-of-a-kind archery facility with indoor and outdoor ranges, full pro shop, and six different 3D courses. Cinnamon Creek was designed by hunters for hunters. Located in Roanoke, Texas, we have over 200 3D targets to hone your archery skills. Call 817-439-8998 or visit us at cinnamoncreekranch.com to visit our new online store. That's cinnamoncreekranch.com. Well, you ask me what I like about Texas, I tell you it's so wide open spaces. It's everything between the Sabine and the Rio Grande. It's the Llano Estacado, it's the Brazos and the Colorado, it's the spirit of the people. It's One of my favorites there from the great Gary Peanut bringing us back on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show brought to you by Lone Star Beer. 
and Hop Power Polaris. I'm Cable Smith, and uh, it's great to be here talking all things outdoors with you. We're about to get into a little pre-spawn largemouth discussion. Uh, but before we do that, this segment of the show is proudly brought to you by the Stillwaters Ranch in Llano, Texas. I had the pleasure of taking my biggest buck ever down there this past season. Uh, Clayton Leverett runs a great outfit, and right now uh, he's offering 5% off the top if you book one of his trophy hunts, and that is any whitetail buck up to 199 inches for seven grand. Uh, when you talk about all these add-ons of uh, you know, $100 an inch and all that crap. Now, Clayton doesn't do that. You find the buck that you want, and it's a flat rate, and you knock him down if you're that lucky. <laughs> so anyway, uh, check it out, stillwatersranch.com. Um, okay, well, without further delay, let's bring on our next guest. He joins us every month. Few bass fishing guides uh, can say that they've accomplished as much as he has, having a 13-plus-pound Toyota Sherlunker to his credit, also putting one of his anglers on another one. That's two Texas Parks and Wildlife Sherlunkers to come over the rail of his bass boat. Uh, he's won more tournaments than you can shake a stick at as well. It is my pleasure to welcome back our old buddy, Charles Whited of Barefoot Fishing Tours. Glad to be back. Always great to talk bass fishing with you. Um, you've been a, a busy man here lately. Looks like you had an insane trip across the border uh, down to Mexico. Yeah, that was fun. We we try to go once a year. It, you know, it it seems to be really really safe going down there now, and uh, it's it's fun. And w- yeah. where were you guys at? We flew into Mazatlan and went to Lake uh, Pachaca. Uh huh. however they say it. But we, yeah, we uh, the numbers are great if you if you like catching a lot of bass. But besides it, and there, man, we just we haven't caught any big ones. Last year we had a couple decent ones, but you know I caught my boat alone caught 600 fish, so and it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I made a little YouTube. You sent me the the footage from uh, about an hour's worth of fishing, where every single drop, um, you guys <laughs> had double hookups. It was insane. It was. It's fun, man. Uh, you know, for somebody that hasn't caught a lot of fish to work on their hook set and do all that. Definitely, and uh, you know, if they have any questions, have them call me, and I, you know, I got the hookup to go down there, so it's it's definitely worth it. And you were y'all were dropping down like twenty five feet, and I think you were using some kind of spoon, right? Yeah, uh, actually, that was a just a white war eagle spoon. They they already got the swivel built in. It's a really good spoon. Uh-huh. But uh, man, we we pulled the school towards the boat. We were throwing ten XDs, and I caught about eighty on a ten XD, and we got tired of cranking and. And every every bite was coming right at the boat. And the guy I had with me has never bass fished <laughs> from uh, Utah. And he was, you know, he was all trout and all that. And I said, well, I got something you didn't like. And then we put on that spoon and hit the bottom. You know, you had two or three bites going down when it first started. Then we started video, and it was crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, and folks can check out that, that uh, video on my YouTube channel. Well, you've been catching some monsters here back home in Texas as well. Uh, our buddy Phil Lamb just went with you uh, like last week, and I know y'all caught a, a nine-pounder, I think. Uh, so some big girls are starting to, to move up, it looks like. Yes, definitely. I mean, you don't have to travel to Mexico. We, You know, I was there for three days, and I didn't have a fish over five and a half pounds, and here I've already had about 15 over six, between six and ten. So, I mean, the, the big ones are showing up. 
we just had some brutal wind last week. But uh, other than that, it's, everything's clearing back up, and the, the bite is really, really good. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have again twenty to forty fish a trip. Wow, awesome, awesome. So I mean, if they into their pre-spawn pattern right now, you know, um, I've been fishing Town Lake or considered Ladybird. You know, there's a creek that's spring-fed, so that one warms up a little bit faster. And we've already caught bedding fish. Oh wow! You know. Three weeks to five weeks is just going to be awesome. Three weeks from now, when that moon comes up, they're they're going to be up everywhere in every lake in the state of Texas. I mean, there's no doubt about it. We I haven't seen too many beds on all the other lakes I've been fishing. So, if anybody out there want to get their boat wet, about three weeks is going to be prime time. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, um, as far as where you're finding the, these girls that are starting to move up right now, what depth are you uh, targeting? And and talk about what presentation you're using? Well, it, it, some of these lakes, they're, they're in the mid, in the back of the creeks, about midway back is where 80% of the fish are. Mm-hmm. But you always got to go and check the back of the creek just so you don't miss it. So, I mean, if I go fishing right now on a creek, I'll stop midway, a little bit before midway, and start fishing. And that's, that's, that's where they've been. But like you said, you, you know, every... You, you got mindset that there may be some in the back, so you check every creek, and you know about every one out of every four, you get in the back of the creek, and there'll be a couple back there. But most of them are midway back. Uh-huh. Where if you're coming out of a creek, and the first hard spot you can see, as in rock or something that may warm up a little bit faster than something else, a clay bank or something, that's where they're at the staging, and a, and that's where I've been doing most of my damage. Okay, and what bait are you? Having the most luck on. You can't go wrong with an eighth ounce tungsten with a Cinco, four, six inch Cinco, five inch Cinco. But Baby Brush Hog's been doing good. Um, Alabama Rig's been doing pretty good. And uh, Jerk Bait, Chatter Bait early. And then we, you know, a lot of times when I'm guiding, I, I throw a huge swim bait and uh, just a few on the big swim baits. But you know, you got to really have experienced fishermen to tow that big sucker all day. But every once in a while, I get some really good tournament guys, and, and that's all they want to do. And you can get bit on the big swim bait. Yeah. And uh, but boy, you got to really work at it. Well, you know, big bait, big bass. I mean, there's truth to yeah. that. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 And all, you know, all these rocky lakes. It's got a lot of rock. Clear. I've been throwing like a half ounce Texas rig with some type of crawl worm on it, and uh, that crawl worm bite either a rage crawl to a, I, I really like the one that uh grande bass makes that crawl worm is it's probably the best crawl worm out there made by grande bass and dripping springs mm-hmm. it's got real good flappers and it's it's not as thick you can put a three-odd hook in there and, and really you don't miss any fish and he's got some crawfish colors that are unbelievable Right on. No doubt about it. And so would you say that it's an aggressive bite right now, or are they kind of being a little picky? Uh, in the morning, they are picky. That sun gets up, and you get a bite, and they're knocking it. They're, they're jumping the line. So, you know, a lot of water temperature we've got now is 60 to 67. I mean, it's prime. We're just waiting on the moon now. Right. Right on. Yeah. Okay. So about three weeks from now, things are, are going to probably be uh, full tilt. Um, but you know, you've been having some luck in the tournaments. You sent me a picture, uh, yesterday, you cashed another check this week, uh, and, and you're enjoying a, 
a nice cold Lone Star light there as well. So uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, you got to support everybody that supports what we're doing at Lone Star and TTV, the Texas Tournament Zone. They're awesome. Man, they're drawing that circuit. They got 169 at Canyon and 190 at LBJ. They're drawing the teams. They're and you know, Bass Champs is awesome too. But we got some really good circuits. But you know, for a $200 entry fee for 10,000 bucks, and then if you're running a Skeeter or a Triton with the bonus money, it's it's unbelievable yeah. for for the small amount of interest that you got to pay, you know. Uh-huh. And when is the next but, uh, tournament? Uh, we're going to be, I think, Lake Travis in three weeks, mm-hmm. and that'll be a good one. Travis is fishing unbelievable. It's uh, a lot of numbers. It's, it's There's going to be a lot of fish weighed in. I mean, yeah, a lot. The water level's, yeah. you know, higher than it's been in years and years. Well, if you think about it, you actually got 40-foot brush somewhere on that lake. That's how low it was. There was it was so, so low for so long, trees were growing everywhere. I mean, there's so much stuff in the water. It, that lake's going to be one of the better lakes the next couple of years. It's going to be unbelievable. Awesome. awesome. A lot of tournaments will start going there again. Well, here, real quick, before we let you go, give me your uh, top three for this weekend's Bassmaster Classic. Oh, man, i got to go with... Uh, Keith Combs, Keith Combs, and uh, <laughs> got to pick the local guys, you know, but Jason Christie and, and Keith Combs is my pick, and, and uh, man, you always got to throw Van Dam in there, because he's just a machine. Well, he was on he was on the show last week, and let me tell you, he was he was pretty confident, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, that's a hard one, but, you know, we got a couple local guys fishing, too, so we wish all them luck, and and all that good stuff. That that's that's the big one. That's the grand tournament. No doubt. We all check it out. Barefootfishingtours.com. If you want to book a trip with Charles, uh, you can also find them on Facebook as well uh, about Barefoot Fishing Tours. Hey man, we appreciate it as always, and we'll uh, we'll do it again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. All right, there he goes, our good buddy Charles Whited of Barefoot Fishing Tours. Uh, that segment, by the way, brought to you by Lone Star Ag Credit who since 1917 have assured its borrowers competitive interest rates on rural home loans, real estate loans, and farm and ranch loans. Let Lone Star Ag Credit help you finance your piece of Texas today by visiting LoneStarAgCredit.com. Let's take a break. Up next, we'll be joined by Texas Parks and Wildlife spokesman Tom Harvey. Some great news to get into as TPWD will receive $90 million over the next two years. That is earmarked for state and local parks. Uh, We'll tell you where those funds are going to go and how they're going to benefit you, the angler or hunter out there. That's coming up next, only on DSC's Lone Star Outdoor Show. Do you have a hog problem at your ranch or deer lease? We have the solution, the system hog trap comes in two sizes, 17-foot and 30-foot diameter traps. After you trap the hogs, take the top section off the trap and use it for another feeder site to keep the hogs away from the feeder. The system is both a trap and a deer food plot fence. That way you don't waste your money on just a hog trap. Call 940-391-3669 or visit www.goinfencing.com. That's goinfencing.com. 
Hey, North Texas sports fans. This is Brian Spagnola, general manager of Texas Motor Cars in Addison. My family's been in the car business for over 50 years, and I want to show you the difference in buying from a family-owned and operated business. TexasMotorCars.com is an awesome website that lets you do virtually all of your shopping online. We have a professional photographer that takes amazing photos, and we give you all the information that you'll need up front. You can even find out how much we will give you for your trade-in before you ever come in. I take pride in the fact you can come in, choose a car, and be out in less than an hour. We have financing rates starting at 1.79% on pre-owned vehicles and can help almost anybody. Please do yourself a favor. If you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle of any kind, give us a shot. Let me show you how easy buying a vehicle should be. Visit TexasMotorCars.com or come visit our 20,000-square-foot indoor showroom in Addison. Again, visit TexasMotorCars.com or call us at 1-888-9-TX-MOTORS. Look real closely at the soldier coming at you through the haze. He may be the younger brother who ran away. Goes all the way back to 1967, the great Roy Orbison bringing us back here on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoors show. There won't be many coming home is the name of that one. I'm your host, Cable Smith, by the way. Thank you so much for being here today. I sincerely appreciate it. As we are about to get into a $90 million facelift that our Texas state parks and actually local parks as well are going to be receiving here over the next two years. Uh, but before we do that, this segment is brought to you by Dallas Safari Club, the worldwide leader in big game conservation. We'd love for you to get involved with this like-minded group of folks who are passionate about hunter advocacy, education, and conservation. So check us out at biggame.org. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and bring on our Texas Parks and Wildlife Deputy Director of Communications, Tom Harvey, thanks for being here, brother. Well, glad to be here. It is my pleasure. Before we get rolling, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself as, uh, as far as your position and responsibilities with Texas Parks and Wildlife? Well, I'm one of the people who helped tell the story of our state agency of Texas Parks and Wildlife Department to the people of the state. Uh, I'm in the communications division, uh, the same group that includes Texas Parks and Wildlife Magazine, which many people know. We also have a PBS television series, uh, a radio series called Passport to Texas. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, of course, the, the website is one of our huge tools that, that allow people to, to learn about state parks and hunting and fishing these days. So I'm involved with the group that does all those things. Right on. Okay. Um, well, as far as what I want to get into today, we got some great news this past week. Um, one that all Texas hunters, anglers, and outdoor enthusiasts I think we'll be thrilled about, and it's significant because it means 94% of the sales tax placed on sporting goods will go back to Texas Parks and Wildlife. More specifically, 94% of it, um, I think, is going to be used on our state parks, something to the tune of $90 million over the next two years. State and local parks, that's correct. Uh -huh. um, what's happened is uh, this has taken actually several different legislative sessions over a period of five or ten years to achieve this landmark breakthrough in 
uh, dedicated funding for parks in Texas. And it's due to the efforts of many people, uh, different nonprofit organizations that support parks and the outdoors and conservation, and uh, conservation-minded lawmakers uh, from the governor's office and lieutenant governor on down. Uh, in particular, a key piece of legislation that made this possible in the most recent session was House Bill 158 by Representative Lyle Larson of San Antonio. What this did was uh, previously the legislature had uh, allocated 94% of all the state sales tax on sporting goods to parks. And I'll come back in a second and explain what that tax means. Uh, but what this HB 158 did is it permanently dedicated that money so that it could be spent only on parks and the amount that was not appropriated each legislative session by lawmakers could not be spent on other state purposes. Hmm. And that's the change because it, this money had been used to do other things, uh, other some other important things, but to, to help balance the state budget and, and for other purposes. There was a big, uh, there was a, a groundswell uh, movement in this current legislative session that really picked up on a similar movement last legislative session for transparency in the use of dedicated funds. Lawmakers, legislators were calling for spending the money where it was supposed to be dedicated on what it was supposed to be dedicated to and not using it for other purposes. And they were talking about this for highways and infrastructure as well as parks. Huh. Um, the, the sales tax on sporting goods, let me briefly uh, explain that. There actually isn't a separate tax uh, on sporting equipment. What it is is there's a formula used by the Texas Controller's Office where they estimate a portion of the general sales tax paid on everything in Texas, and they say this amount is attributed to sporting goods. That doesn't include, by the way, firearms and hunting and ammunition, uh, or for that matter, running shoes. And there's a few other exclusions, but uh, it, it's a it's a little bit of a mysterious formula, but the controller has a system that that they use that is based on uh, a national survey. Uh, and uh, again, the breakthrough news this year is that we got 94%. The the, the lawmakers allocated the full 94% to our our state agency, and what that amounted to uh, for 2016 and 2017, the current biennium is $261 million uh, for state park operations and capital repairs, plus local park grants to expand or create city and county parks all over Texas and bond debt service to pay the bonds on, on bonds that were sold previously to fund park repairs. Mm -hmm. For the next two-year biennium, uh, the legislature allocated $90 million approximately for state park capital repairs. That means facilities, buildings, wastewater systems, and so on. That $90 million far surpassed the capital funding from previous sessions, which was $11 million last time around. You can see there's a big jump from 11 to 90. Yeah. Uh, as a result, the agency, we now have more than 80 of these major state park capital repair projects slated for the next five years. Uh, that's using this new money plus some funding from previous sessions. Mm -hmm. uh, these are, you know, that includes a bunch of really good stuff that's going to make a big difference for people who visit state parks. Several different state park headquarters and visitor centers will be replaced. 
including at places like Mission Tejas in the Piney Woods and Tyler State Parks up near Tyler, Texas. This stuff is long overdue. I mean, some of these facilities, are, yeah. they're not like falling to the ground, but, you know, getting well, to, it's, they're it's just, just old and outdated. And We have 95 state parks and historic sites, and uh, about 20 or 30 of them were built in the 1930s by the Civilian Conservation Corps. Uh-huh. So some of them are very old. Um, and they're just a, we've had a backlog of, of major repair needs uh, for many years now, so this is really welcome news. A lot of people these days, not, not everyone, but a number of people visit in, in RVs. And when RVs come to parks, they want 50-amp electric service. They want the latest um, utilities, and so this is going to really help us uh, welcome those folks. There's historic facilities, as I said, uh, built in the 30s, many of them. Uh, we're going to repair at Balmoray State Park in West Texas the historic motor court. It's a little series of uh, hotel rooms, basically, the little simple little rooms where people can stay. Uh, the Civilian Conservation Corps boathouse for people to launch boats and Lodge Terrace at Huntsville State Park. Mm-hmm. Um, we're putting new roofs at Fort Leeton. It's a Spanish fort out on, on the Rio Grande in Presidio in the Big Bend country. Uh, renovating the Chrysia uh, brewery, uh, the Chrysia House and the brewery structures, uh, more more repairs at Indian Lodge, um, and and so anyway, just the list is on and on. For, yeah, and for, so, in terms of new stuff, uh-huh. um, the legislatures did uh, uh, specifically allocate about 2.7 million f- simply for design and engineering, not for construction, but to to start the design process for a brand new state park, Palo Pinto Mountains, which is uh, several thousand acres southwest of the Fort Worth area. Right. Um, And we've got, um, uh, you know, there there are a couple of other new parks that are in the the offing down the road. Uh, We want to, our goal right now is to use this money wisely and to be able to demonstrate to legislators in the next legislative session some some success and show them that we've we've used this, this these dollars effectively and so therefore we we deserve more and we you know there the population of our state just continues to explode uh, both in terms of the size of the population but also in terms of its diversity and the the increasing concentration of people in urban centers you know, kids and families today are growing up in the concrete jungle, and it's just increasingly important, we think, to provide those back-to-nature outdoor getaways for, for these big urban publics. And we, frankly, we're maxed out at, at, at some of these parks that are near urban centers. Enchanted Rock, for example, is two hours from Austin. There's often a line of vehicles down the paved roadway getting to the park a mile long on on uh, popular holiday weekends or sure. even just good weather weekends. So we, we, we really think that uh, we legitimately demonstrated to lawmakers uh, in the recent session in the, in the committee hearings where they reviewed our request that there's a serious need uh, and it, it, these parks are highly valuable. They, they generate an economic return. Uh, outside studies by university researchers have shown that these state parks are economic engines that actually produce 
greater benefits for the surrounding counties and communities in terms of tourism dollars and spending by visitors who come to those counties than it costs the state to operate them. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a win-win. It's a quality of life thing, and it's, it's good for the economy and so on. Well, like you said, though, so many, uh, so much of our youth is growing up in the concrete jungle. It's so important to have these dedicated lands because, you know, we all know that Texas is 98% privately owned. You know, you see the value in, in having lands like this where, where people can go and, and get into the great outdoors, whether that's camping, hunting, or fishing. And it's nice to know the kids will have the opportunity to, to get some, uh, you know, get their hands dirty instead of just calluses on their thumbs from playing Xbox all day. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I would I would say, I'd point out that it's really valuable and, and applauded by our state agency that the lawmakers fully funded the local park grants program because we think of this in is a, a network of different connected experiences. The local city and county parks are gateways uh, to the outdoors at the quick picnic, you know, weekend, one hour, two hour trips, and then state parks provide, uh, you know, you can also do day visits there, but they're, they're great overnight places that are safe and convenient for many people. And I would say also that state parks are gateways for people who are interested in hunting and fishing. We, we have, uh, dozens of, uh, drawn hunts, uh, public hunts where people basically put their name in a lottery system and have the opportunity to hunt on state parks every winter. We do as much of that as we can. I think we got about 80 parks that, that allow different kinds of hunting and, uh, also fishing. You know, there, there are, I would say, oh, actually maybe closer to 40%, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, have a, a river or pond or lake. About five years ago or more, we, we decided to get rid of the requirement that you have a fishing license within the boundary of a state park. Uh, you know, people fish free, basically, in, in state parks. So we use these state parks as gateways for, for people to uh, hunt and fish, as, as well as bird watch camp, hike. Right on. Right on. Well, very cool stuff. You know, anytime you see uh, a big jump from $11 million to $90 million that's going to be appropriated to uh, things that benefit the outdoorsman or woman, um, you know, that, that makes you feel good. And so we're, we're proud of our Texas lawmakers. We're proud of everyone who got behind this. And we know that you guys are going to uh, spend it in the right place. So uh, we appreciate everything you all do at Texas Parks and Wildlife. Yeah, and you know, if, if people want to want more information about this, we we've, we've created a web portal on our website. If you just go to the Texas Parks and Wildlife website and you do backslash brighter parks, you'll find it and we've posted a list of all of those 80 plus uh, state park projects. Uh you can link to that list. You can you can see what's in the planning stage, what's in the construction stage and where these things are going to take place in little brief project descriptions whether it's a swimming pool or cabins or whatever. Perfect, perfect. Well, hey, Tom, we certainly appreciate your time. Thanks again, bud. Thank you, Cable. All right. Bye-bye. So there he goes, our Texas Parks and Wildlife Deputy Director of Communications, Tom Harvey. Exciting stuff there. $90 million earmarked for our state and local parks over the next couple years. Uh, That segment, by the way, proudly brought to you by Sendero Seed Company, Texas premier seed company, 
They've got anything and everything you need to keep a happy and healthy whitetail herd, including the Dr. Deer-backed Buck Forge Oats. Check them out at senderoseed.com or call Rob Hughes at 1-877-610-SEED today. Uh, just looking at the clock here, unfortunately, we have got to get out of here. Uh, thanks to our other guests today as well. Of course, uh, catfishing guide Greg Pavor of Pavor Outdoors. Uh, bass fishing guide Charles Whited of Barefoot Fishing Tours and also Rob Robinson of Forever Outdoors really enjoyed hearing his story today as well um, thanks to all of our sponsors for making this show possible thanks to you the listener for being a part of Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoors show until next time I'm Cable Smith saying y'all have a great week in the outdoors take your spot with that girl in the corner all by herself Brown hair, blue eyes, sundress, cowboy boots, you know she wants to dance, get up and take a chance, she's right there.